This is Good Hope FM News. The My City bus service in Danone near Milneton has been temporarily halted after protesting residents allegedly began throwing stones at the buses. Violence flared up this morning when the angry residents allegedly intended to force the My City public transport bus service to take them to the Civic Centre. Merrill Committee Member for Safety and Security, J.P. Smith, says Potsdam Road has been closed to traffic. Smith says the police and Metro Police are maintaining a presence in the area. Eventually, subs intervened and dispersed the protesters and they had to use stun grenades. The road route was then reopened and was peaceful, but there have now since been new stone attacks, stone throwing attacks on the buses. So the police will move back in and the buses have temporarily halted again. A group of children of ANC exiles has written a letter to the party calling for action against President Jacob Zuma for flouting the country's constitution and the party's moral disciplinary code. The group's memorandum that 42 people have signed calls for a special conference at which new party elections should be held. It says President Zuma has shown no remorse for the Nganza saga. The signatories of the memorandum called themselves Masupatsila or Young Pioneers of the 1980s. They include the grandchildren of the late Walter the Democratic Alliance says it wants to push for President Jacob Zuma and his deputy Cyril Ramaphosa to come back to Parliament for their oral reply session. This comes after the parliamentary program for this quarter was shortened. The National Assembly will have an extended committee meetings to process the budget votes of government departments until May. MPs will thereafter go into the constituency period for two months and only be back after the local government elections in early August. DA Chief Whip John Steenhuisen. The President and the Deputy President are not scheduled to come for oral questions. The rules of the National Assembly are very clear. When Parliament is in session, the Deputy President must come every second week and the president must come at least once per term. So we'll be pushing very hard to make sure that those dates are actually taking place. So you can't use the excuse that we are in EPCs uh, to avoid the uh, obligations that are placed on these two members of the executive. Agco, a U.S.-based company in the manufacturing and distribution of agriculture products and machines, has announced that it will be expanding its business on the African continent. The company says it's scouting for a new location to build a new tractor assembly factory. The company has already invested more than $100 million on the continent. In 2015, the global company had net sales of $7.5 billion. Rob Smith is a senior vice president of Agco. I've asked for a meeting with my distribution partners. I'd like to have that conversation with them about our assembly location plans. Let us suffice to say I do have plans for establishing further assembly locations on the continent, and I do expect to do that together in the next period of time. Finally, the South African Art Times has expressed concern at the Cape Town meeting today of a UCT committee to decide on which artworks at the institution are offensive or degenerate. Art Times says in its latest electronic newsletter, the committee has been secretly compromised and includes unfamiliar people and those whose knowledge of art is questionable. It says the art committee, which also includes a handful of young students, is a witch hunt, which they compared to the Nazi and Chinese cultural revolution, burning of books and the destruction of artwork. Some artifacts have already been removed or covered up since students pushing for great transformation and erasing the country's colonial and apartheid past at UCT recently went on the rampage and set valuable paintings alight. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Sibs Matiela.